millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bob by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about Bones and All, the new movie by Luca Guadagnino. Yes, starring Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet, of course, my favorite, as you all know. And a few other surprise people that that I was surprised to see. Yeah, um, I knew Mark Rylance was in this movie, and I think I also knew that... um, the dad from Call by Your Name, Michael Stuhlbarg, was also in this movie, but a surprise Chloe Sevigny um, appeared as well. And she was also in Luca Guadagnino's uh, We Are Who We Are TV series on HBO that I watched. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of this movie, Emily? So I knew absolutely nothing about this movie for the longest time. I even forgot that it was... Or I don't, I don't know if I knew, I might have known, I might not have known that it was directed by Luca Guadagnino. I think I knew that there was a movie coming out by him that we were going to have to watch. So, but I just, I just completely forgot. Didn't watch a trailer, didn't, knew that Timothy was in this movie and that was it. And then I think, I think right before like booking it to go see it, you were telling me about how Paulo got to go see it. And that it was, and that it was gory, and it was like a little scary, and then that it was about cannibals. So I was like, okay, cool. Now I know that. <laughs> yeah, you were prepared at least for the like opening sequence with the finger. There was, there, there were some scenes. <laughs> this was. They. This was a vibe. I- <laughs> how I how I told my roommate. So I went and saw this with my roommate. Not not my usual roommate. They right. they cannot handle they cannot no. handle stuff like this. Um and and they really weren't a huge fan of uh Call Me by Your Name, so I knew they weren't gonna want to see this movie. Um <sighs> which on. is fine. So <laughs> it's not I, like it at all. <laughs> it's it's it is what it is. Um so, but I knew, but I've been watching some scarier stuff, which I don't normally do, but I've been watching some scarier things with my other roommate. And so I asked him if he was interested in seeing a cannibal movie. He's not too crazy about Timothy Chalamet, but it was, he was still interested in the cannibals. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll go with you. And, w- and I was like, I really don't want to go alone. Cannibals. <laughs> go with me. I don't think cannibalism what? has ever been this art fill. I mean, there, w- there was another movie called Raw that came out a couple of years ago. That apparently was um, also about eating people, but I never saw that. Um, apparently, it was this also movie, good. Yeah this 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 movie gave me like like this this movie was very sensual in a way, like mm. kind of like how people make vampires out to be. Yeah, like it was it was yeah. very like that. But yeah. but like you know usually usually with vampires they're usually um, night. 
on it's not it's obvious yes it's nighttime but but they're usually wealthy because they've been around for so long they usually are you know very stylish and mm-hmm. you know and and just 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 from past experience like these, only lovers left alive that that is like what we're you know right that whole thing yes jim jarmusch's vampires <laughs> that's that's the vibe that's the vibe we're going for but but input cannibals <laughs> yeah and also like people who are kind of as as this imdb says living on the outskirts living on the margins of society because of their extreme um hunger for human flesh and it is like obviously something that is so incredibly repulsive and horrible even more than vampirism you know it's like it's on it's another level of of more morally fucked up you know (laughs) Like, <laughs> I think, like, vampires yeah. sometimes don't, like, kill their people or whatever. And it's just, like, to us, blood is something different than, like, eating an entire person. Like, that is just, so, like, a completely different thing, you know? Right, right. Well, this 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 movie was kind of reminding me of, of Interview with a Vampire, which I just read. Mm. Because the, the, main, the main character... Um, Marin, Marin, yeah, Marin, Marin. Um, she felt a lot to me like Lewis. Um, in Interview with a Vampire, she, you know, she succumbed to her cravings because she had to. Like she's, you know, she's born this way. She there's really no getting out of it. But mm-hmm. she still despised herself for it, mm-hmm. and you know, saw herself as a monster and wanted wanted to somehow and I'll kind of get more into this later a little bit like when we're kind of talking about her as a character but she just she was making me think of of him a lot and then even even Timmy could even be seen as um maybe Lestat in a way because he's just like you are who you are like you kill Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you just you you move on like that's life like just Mm -hmm. just enjoy it while you can like stop being stop being so you know, mad at yourself about it because you can't really do anything about it. And if you want to do something, kill yourself or or put or put yourself in a in a in a, a hospital, hospital of some yeah. sort. Yeah, a mental yeah. hospital. Those are your options, or you just live with how you are and just be happy. Um. So it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I didn't didn't think I would I would make that connection. Like that that connection would be made, but it did. I made it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that you made that. It it definitely is about that kind of, um, it's a similar thing, you know. And so, of course, I think what what really makes this movie different is the is the tone of it. It is a romantic drama, and it's not a horror film. So we're seeing it, you know, Luca's fantastic direction just posed in this, you know way that a lot of these kind of movies would be more horror film-esque and instead it's it's really like about young lovers and their struggles and you know it it is definitely an interesting way to go about this subject matter you know and we're just never I just don't think that there's been something like as specific as this with with the backdrop of the American Midwest and the characters that 
come from similar-ish backgrounds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, poorer backgrounds, too. So it's, like, got that, you know, Americana with, with the drama and the love, but also the doomed fate that was very clear from the very beginning that this was not going to end well for anybody. <laughs> right, right. Which, uh, which, which Luca loves. Luca loves that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen a lot of Luca films now. I haven't seen all of his films, but I just, the very first thing that happens in this movie is you're, you know, in a school setting and he does this pan from, this window outside showing all these people leave school and then it, the camera just swings over to the inside of an auditorium where Marion is playing piano and it's just it's such a Luca thing to do he loves to just swipe the camera over he likes to zoom in he likes to like jump you know it's like I love I love seeing those little editing touches that he has yeah, he really, he he can be pretty fast with his editing, but he also just likes to let things sit for a minute. Like, you just mm-hmm. take it in. Take take in what's happening in this scene. And I enjoy that as well. Like, this this movie was pretty long. Um, my roommate who I saw it with, he he said it felt very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... But he he did he did like a lot of aspects of this movie. I almost I almost asked if he wanted to be on it, but I didn't think it was gonna work since we needed to record today. But <laughs> okay. um, and he's not back from work yet. So um, as we are recording this, but um, he did like a lot of aspects of this movie. But uh, I'll try to bring up kind of stuff that he and I were talking about uh, after we finished. And um, but to me, it it felt very engaging the whole time. I mean, it's I, I don't know if I'm just you know like used to it because you know call me by your name was a little similar it like mm-hmm. was a little slow at times and it had it it had its ups and downs but it really it really his pacing in his movies don't really have that very universal like you know there's a build-up something happens and then it's done it's like mm-hmm. no yeah there's for sure there are lots of bumps there's mm-hmm. it's it's inconsistent you don't really know what's going to happen next there are some scenes that um I liked the information we got out of them, but maybe to me didn't feel as necessary. And like, mm-hmm. um, like I really liked, uh, that they brought up the whole bones and all like eating a human bones and all. And that's like a very different experience for a cannibal with those, uh, two guys that show up later. The, yeah, the, the normie. Yeah. And the normie. The, yeah. The guy in the overalls. And then the normal guy who actually just happens to like eating people, like, like eating people. He's yeah. not, so so that so that's been established that these people are different like those people these people who have to eat mm-hmm. it's it's not just like it's not just like a craving i'm gonna or you know they they have to do this it, they they will succumb to it at some point like that's kind of mm-hmm. how they make it sound like these are these are different genetically made people yeah and um, and like you said it's genetic so it comes from a parent and a parent yes. line and yes we find that out was that. an interesting choice too you know yeah that Marin Marin got it from her mother mm-hmm. who she ends up meeting later in the in the um mental hospital and then we find out that um leon right lee lee leon? just Leo? lee okay he oh was it was he giving fake names at one point 
Yeah, like, he was. Yeah, to the he introduced himself as Leon. Okay. Yeah, to I, the I, I didn't know if that was his full name or if that was a fake name. No, to the hick um, guy because he didn't want to tell him the real names. Okay. Because like, would you trust a guy who looked like that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> would Would I trust a cannibal? No. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Yeah, like everybody in this um movie just just creeped me out, skeeved me out. Of course, even even Timmy in the very beginning. You know, he comes out from literally just murdering and eating a guy who was a, an asshole. And yeah, it, it's just such a horrific, like, he just kind of pops himself out covered in blood. And it's just like Marin thinks, oh, because he kind of stood up for this mom in the, in the shop that he must be a decent dude. And she's right, he is. But he also just you know, does what he, he has to do. Like, they had that kind of junky vibe to them where they wanted to do right, but they just couldn't, you know, there was no way to, to like, ethically eat someone, you know? So it just, like, was such a dichotomy and a slippery slope for them. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I guess we, we could have kind of gone in, in order of, of who she meets because she does end up meeting... So the movie, she ends up, she starts off with her father. She's the only person she knows personally who's like this. Her father wouldn't tell her anything about her mother. Nope. She, um, only when her father left her to, like, be on her own, and he left her, like, a tape kind of explaining, like, you're old enough to be on your own. I can't handle this anymore. Like, you keep eating people, and we have to skip town. Like, this is too hard on me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, he kind of leaves her this stuff, and he leaves her her birth certificate, that has her mom's name on it and and her hometown. So that's kind of where she's heading is to try and find her mother. Um, oh, and, and, and her dad is played what? by um, uh, Andre Holland, who you remember from Moonlight. Oh, yeah. And Castle oh, Rock, which I watched. Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. I, ne- I, never, I never watched Castle Rock. Yeah, but he's he's amazing. Yeah, so then she kind of goes. So off she her starts own her and... journey. Yeah, and where she where she first stops, she meets Sully, who mm, Mark again, Rylance, like said, every, <laughs> Mark Rylance, who never plays a normal dude ever, like except for like in Dunkirk. <laughs> uh, and yeah, even then, yeah. like <laughs> Barry Keegan the died most under normal. his watch in that movie. So like, well, what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, he did his best. <laughs> he did his fucking best in his little dinghy. But still, like, yeah, he always plays like a guy, I feel like, that talks very slowly and creepily. Like, when he was in Ready Player One, I feel like he's been that character so many times because he's the same character in Ready Player One. As he, it, like, he's kind of creepy and he talks really slowly, but he's like a genius. And then it's the same way in... um not the big short, the the one that just came out recently about the meteor coming to hit the earth last year. Um, oh, 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 um, up. Oh, uh, just, or, or, up? D- don't look up. Don't look, don't look up. up. Okay. <laughs> up. <laughs> I was not going to, my brain was not going to think of that. Yeah, he kind of, you know, he just talks slowly and creepily and you just like, don't trust him. But he's a good actor. But like. He just like appears to Marin, who obviously needs help, but Ugh. yeah. So she's she's at the bus stop waiting, and he kind of just 
pops up out of nowhere and he's like, I could smell you. So like he kind of teaches her stuff. So he, so he's the first other cannibal that she has met Mm -hmm. and he, you know, kind of teaches her how, how he does it. He can smell people who are about to die. So he kind of stalks them and kind, kind of breaks into their home almost, um, when they're, when they're on their deathbed and he waits for them to just die, um, before he eats them. And well, so that's what him, he that says, is, but it's oh, clear that he, he well, he's lied. I mean, he has like this really crazy well, <laughs> braid of hair. Everybody's hair. That's very true. We oh, we find out later that he's that he's a psycho, but yeah. no, it's pretty obvious that he's a psycho. But it also is obvious that he is a loner. Like, so all these people who are like this are like extremely lonely and extremely, you know, and that really psychologically damages them. And of course he's a lot older than Marin and Lee. So he's been doing this for a long time and he's managed to not die by basically murdering and getting to dead people quick enough. Um, Yeah. His creepy, his creepy, rope of of hair is is um that was that i don't know how this movie could (laughs) could could both both be like so beautiful and artful but also be so terrifying like Uh, i it was it was unsettling (laughs) um the yeah like there there were very few times in this movie that i was ever actually like fully relax i mean probably only when when mm-hmm. she was when she was with timothy which is probably how it was supposed to be well, sure. everyone else they met yeah i was just like oh god what's gonna happen who are these freaks like what's oh my goodness what are they gonna do exactly um, yeah yeah but no, then she so um so she she runs away from sully um and we're like cool that's the last you see of sully not mm. um and and then that's when she kind of runs into Timothy at the at this at the, the little convenience store and then they kind of start hanging out. Um I guess I I liked them together. I didn't I was a little confused about why I I understood why she left him, but I would have mm-hmm. liked to have seen what made her go back to him. Mm-hmm. Cuz like mm-hmm. it was just kind of a weird jump yeah. And then she was Time back in by. his hometown. Yeah. And she was like, Kayla, where's 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 Lee? And then he's by the lake. And then she's there and then then they're just then they're together again. And then we kind of have the final like climax of the movie when Sully comes back and he's because he's like stalked her basically. So like I would have liked I I liked all of the all of like the turmoil that was going through her mind. Like she's like, I'm a monster, but I can't really help it. Like Obviously, this is something I have to, I have to, um, do, but like, I don't know, I guess I, I, like, I, I was trying to understand her motivations, I guess, based on what she was, cause she, she said, shall he, she like, she said how she was thinking a lot, Mm -hmm. but, but her actions didn't quite make sense. Like after she'd kind of spew all of this stuff, like, I don't know. She, no, I, she was a little confusing to me. Yeah. She was I, a little confusing to me. I feel like they were a convincing couple in a lot of ways, but it definitely 
felt very fleeting. Like a lot of things that they were going through were so unresolvable that they would just bring them up and it would be like, you know, there's actually no resolution to this. So I think that's why it was just so kind of unsatisfying a lot of the time. And it's just kind of the nature of what's going on. Um, And also she's like 18. So she does stuff that teenagers do. And they don't really make sense sometimes. And she just runs. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I felt, I felt the same way. I felt like it was, it, it was intimate, but not intimate enough in, in a lot of ways. Right. Right. And then, and then kind of going back to the two hicks that they meet, the one, the one that talks about, you know, you, it's, it's a rite of passage for you to eat a person bones and all. And you know, the two kids are listening and they're like that's bullshit like you can't you can't eat a whole person like plus their bones and they're like like yeah you can and it was like and so I I wanted that to and I know that in the end Lee told Marin to like eat him did did he say to eat to eat him mm-hmm. bones and all yeah that's or, what he said okay yeah I mean but we don't know okay. if she did it because but we don't know if she did it it ended honestly like I'm glad we didn't get to see that because I didn't really need to see that. Like, truly. Like, I didn't want to see it, but I wanted to know that she did it. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted confirmation that this, that this was done. <laughs> because um, other, other than that, the whole conversation with those two guys seemed a little unnecessary. And maybe that scene didn't really even need to be there. To no, me. I feel like that scene was in there so that you could show that there was even more like people in this world that That didn't actually need to eat people and the boundaries of somebody's morality and where like Mm. to Marin and to Lee, they have different ranges of what they find acceptable. And Marin is just going through this. And so she needs to like hear Somebody say, oh, well, I can, I'm going to eat somebody without even needing to eat somebody, you know, and how, like, how that makes her feel and how she reacts to that, I think is the important part, you know? Right. Um, Right. And it's just like, also, so there were so many themes in this movie, and Danny and I were talking about this when we left it. There was a lot of eating in this movie that wasn't just eating people. There was a lot of, like, food. They're, they're eating lunch a lot they're eating breakfast a lot like you know cereal and pancakes pancakes and, you yeah. know drinking a lot you know even at the fair like timmy's like drinking a drink like they're eating so much food and it's just like such a like desirous like consumption you know you're really noticing all the things and that that people consume and it's just so, you know, it's grotesque, but it's also common at the same time. And it's just an interesting, you know, it's an interesting way to tell the story. I think the the writer um, who adapted the the book, the writer David Kanovich, Kajanit, no, Kajanich, um, adapted the book by Camille DeAngelis. Um, yeah. And... He also had written Suspiria and A Bigger Splash 
and some older like horror films. And I feel like this one was like such a balance between so many things that he was trying to put into this that it could have been so much of one thing and so much of another thing. And it it was pretty thematically successful, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. 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 I think, I think, I think in, in, a, in a lot of ways it was very successful. There were just, just a, just a couple of things that, that not even necessarily irked me. Like I really like it in the end, it was just, it was just in a really interesting movie and a very interesting take on, on cannibals and, and, and can cannibals be in love? Sure. This movie showed that (laughs) they can fall in love. Um, and they can try, try to live a normal life like, uh, Lee and Marin tried to do until the fucking Sully showed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so should we talk about Lee and Marin now? Because we kind of been going around them, but, um, what do you think sure. of their performances? what do you think of Timmy? what do you think of, um, Taylor Russell, who we previously had seen in the movie Waves? Oh, Waves. That's right. Breakout performance, in our opinion. So go back and listen to our Waves podcast about that. Yeah, I like that movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um. I really liked, I really liked both of their performances. Again, I think it was just kind of like the writing of 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 Marin's, like motivations and just pers- like I don't know why, but when she was listening to her father's um tape um very early on in the movie and my roommate told me that I just I just looked into this too much and and then it just <laughs> stuck with me too much um but like he called her he called her clever so i thought in a way that she was maybe going to be a little clever. a little more evil or oh. be or, or or be or be a little more like okay with eating people because mm. like she would she would sneak out she would she would like eat people inconspicuously and she and she was I don't know just the way he said it he's like you're so clever you're so damn clever and I was like I was like oh maybe she's like (laughs) right she really is good at eating people you know yeah you know babysitters faces and all that yeah but then but then the rest of the movie she just is you know a scared teen she's confused she doesn't know who to trust and Mm -hmm. obviously with with who she keeps meeting like it's it's hard to figure out who you can trust. I mean, she was pretty good with her instincts with Sully. Um, unfortunately, Sully did a lot of damage by the end of the movie, and that was um, that was scary. But I mean, she got to meet Lee. So I liked I liked Timothy's performance. I just didn't really like this movie as much as I like Call Me By Your Name. So oh, same. I, I'm just going to go oh. ahead and say it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I'm not going to watch Call this Name movie was, again. Was the, was the superior movie. I'm not going to watch this movie again either. No. It's not, it's not <laughs> happening. I don't I don't need to. Okay. I, I saw it once. It's over. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to romanticize this movie more than it needs to be. It's. It, the, but Timmy. Okay. It's really a well done, like, again, their their acting is so good that we don't really feel anything wrong with their performances. And of course, I love Timmy. He's a fantastic actor. Taylor Russell is also 
a fantastic actor. Like, I, I feel like everyone. Yeah, they felt they they felt very real. Like yes. this movie felt very realistic in in everything that happened. Like how these people would have to eat and run, basically, and, and live, like... and, and what they're wearing, and how they're driving. Like everything was so like crit. It was like really well done. Like you know, bringing all of these people, the producing, like all this it's it's really really well done um you right. know and it's, it's an art film too so we'll see we'll True. see if anything happens with the oscars um do you want to uh take a break before we get into like some plot keywords and trivia and stuff yes mother's day is around the corner Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss okay we are back um did you have a chance to look at the trivia or anything uh nope i'm looking now oops 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 Uh, the very first one on this trivia is that they were burglarized during filming and the cincinnati city council provided fifty thousand dollars in security costs for them what that's crazy they were burgled (laughs) that really sucks oh my gosh that's crazy i like that the poster is is like a it's a kind of a messed up heart like they're two they're two heads kind of make like a heart and then the bottom just looks kind of jagged and messy (laughs) oh my god i also got a uh little polaroid of them let me go get it i'll send you a picture just just a second you could read something a polaroid okay um let's see this is just talking about actors that lucas used in past movies timothy and michael Stahlberg and call me by your name and jessica harper and suspiria i hate I hate trivia like that. It's like, oh, <laughs> let's talk about all these very, like, you know, uh, actors that are in tons of things right now. Oh, what else are they in with other actors? Like, that's not trivia. Oh, my God. The, it's just it's just coincidences. Yeah, it's like, oh, you also got <laughs> cast because you're also hot shit right now making a lot of money. You know what I mean? This one's this one's interesting. Did Did MGM get acquired by Amazon? The first film to have its distribution rights acquired by Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer after the studio was acquired by Amazon on March 17th, 2022. Hmm. Uh, 
Okay. Um, I just sent you, so they gave us these little Polaroids um, with Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet, like, hugging on the front um, when I went to the movies, um, which is very cute. Um, and I, I love it. I love having a picture of Timmy. I'll take it. <laughs> you love having pictures of Timmy. I, I sent it to you. Um, I, I love it when they give you like a poster or something. I mean, you used to collect things when we went to the movies and sometimes they give out stuff. Oh, don't even remind me. Yeah, I used to do that. I had, a, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> this is a good like Star Wars poster. <laughs> yeah. Jeez Louise. And they were so beautiful. Yes. You were obsessed with them and they were like those really good, um, like, line kind like part, of partly shadowed landscapes. and then they had those and they were like ombre or something or they had oh. like a different color yeah landscapes they were so cool yeah and you, so did cool. you get all of them no no i did not we did go see the movie multiple times though so that we could get them yeah in different locations too <laughs> oh <laughs> to see if other if other theaters still had posters left but no those those babies went fast. I haven't put up um, my Call Me By Your Name poster up for since I lived in New York, but I do have, you know, my beautiful Call Me By Your Name poster that I got printed that's actually the Italian version of the poster. God, I love that poster. Oh. Um, but it's not it's it's not up anymore. I, I had to, like, the only thing that I have now up in my house is my wonderful Call Me By Your Name um, illustrated shower curtain that I made. <laughs> Which you can find on my Redbubble at AS Ragusa. You don't have you don't have wall space to put up to put up more things. No. Okay. The answer is no. Um, All right. Here's another trivia that I find very interesting. Chloe Seventy revealed in an interview that when Luca Guadagnino asked her to play a small but pivotal role in the film, she replied, "I'll come for you, even if it's one line." And when she did get the script, she realized her character only had one line. What character was she? She was a mom in the mental hospital. Oh, that's right. And she lunged at her with her no yes. arms. Oh my god. It was so that scary. Was, that was scary. That was scary. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Oh boy. This this, this movie wasn't settling. It really was. Um, it really was. I was trying not to think oh about it while goodness. I was going to sleep. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. The scene at the end with Sully was insane. It was sad. It was sad to see Timmy die. Yeah. Um, well, you know, spoilers for people who still need to see the movie. Obviously. Well, and you saw his like sister's yellow hair on the like it was so clear because her hair was like really yellow and you could see yeah. it on the braid and me and Danny looked at each other like, "Oh, no." <laughs> yeah i saw it too and i was like oh no is that his sister oh goodness so yeah. my brother got to talk to trent reznor and atticus ross for this movie about the um score for it which i felt was very Ooh. poignant and very romantic and they said in you know their very short interview that they had that it was really wonderful to make this kind of horrific film have a very romantic tone and we really felt that through the score i think 
Um, yep. And yep, they also sure. said that Luca Guadagnino was like a really amazing to work with. Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's great. Yeah. So go check out that on consequence.net. Go Paulo. <laughs> go Paulo. Um, all right. Let me look at the plot keywords and then we will check out the metascores. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got reference to Iron Maiden, reference to Def Leppard, oh. reference to Dokken, <laughs> Dokken, Dokken. Um, 1980s and singing in a car. What? That's, that's the fucking plot keywords? Those, those are the first, those are the first five you see. Literally, like, referencing to, I think all three of those are just bands from the 80s, obviously. So, yeah, uh, that does not describe the movie whatsoever. Um, Does not. Do not go off of those plot keywords because that's not what the movie is about. I feel like that's just... Okay. This movie got a 74 Metascore. It has 37 positive reviews, 8 mixed reviews, and 4 negative reviews. So a little bit panned, but there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 100s. Wow. (laughs) Oh my god. The lowest is a 25 damn damn all right from from the observer it's a preposterous debacle that might work better as a halloween skit on saturday night live but it takes itself seriously which makes it seem even sillier i found the result too sick and disgusting to describe but not interesting enough to care wow wow oh my god that's pretty harsh from the observer. Wow. <laughs> lots, lots of feelings. Lots of feelings. I'm going to read the, the for, for the yellow one, I'll read the slant 50. Both Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet are sadly at a disadvantage given how many of the older actors, not the scenery, like it's still warm, it's still warm cadaver. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I guess they wow. just didn't think that they were, uh as arresting i mean i uh, again i also feel like their chemistry was not as palpable as call me by your name of course i'm only Agreed. comparing it because it's another luca film you know of course, of very course. different scenario in that movie but desire was a very big Part of Call Me By Your Name and I felt like Desire was a little bit less for each other. It was more of a comforting love than a desirous love in this movie. So that's that's what I felt. And I'm sure that's what Luca wanted. I agree with that. <clears throat> I agree with that. Um, we can read one of the lower greens if you want. A lower green before we get to 100s? Uh, okay. Um, oh, this one talks about vampire movies. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I, I was, yeah, they're very connecting. Okay, let's hear. Okay, so let's see. Collider gave it a 67. Uh, vampire movies, which often incorporate a love story, are usually driven by the threat of discovery. The absence of that in Bones and All, despite leaving evidence all over the Great Plains, makes it 
a beautiful looking movie that becomes too devoted to repeating the same note. There is no all, just bones. Hmm. Um, that is a, an, yeah, that's an, I don't know about that. I feel like they said, oh. they said stuff, but also while saying nothing in that little yeah. blurb. <laughs> in the blurb yeah did didn't really say much i just saw vampires and went with it you know, i know you never we, know what you're gonna get we just kind of we we don't read these beforehand we kind of just pick while we're here so we're trying not to waste everyone's time i'm gonna read <laughs> the to read we got this covered 100 bones feels like a culmination of what luca does best bringing in the body horror of suspiria with the tenderness of call me by your name creating a haunting tale of young love and the compromises of self-preservation Based on the novel by Camille DeAngelis, it is a wholly original entry into the young adult fantasy genre and some of Luca Guadagnino's strongest work to date. Yes, Trisha. Okay. I agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you happy right. that you that we saw this? I feel, even if it doesn't get nominated for anything at the Oscars, I feel it is... Um, important for the for the season <laughs> um yeah i mean i'm always down to watch a movie with with timmy in it and i'm always down to watch anything by luca he's he's he i'm a fan so mm-hmm. i will always check out his stuff um so of course i'm glad i watched it we already said will we watch this movie again no most <laughs> most definitely not not because it was bad, but just because it was unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it was definitely a vibe. Um, definitely an interesting vibe. But yeah, that was uh, that was bones and all. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, and IMDb. We have an IMDb page now. Um, you can also listen to us on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. And uh, if you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search Abba the Popcorn or Abba the Popcorn Podcast. Uh, if you want to email us and say hello, you can email us at Abba the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we have some merch. So please check that out. We would greatly appreciate it. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.